who's wrong and who's wronger. In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn breakaway. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dosh, Rinko Levan. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Las Vegas version of Wrong and Wronger. I am your host, Steve Olivas, and somewhere out there is a guy who's also going to join me on the show. We just pulled him at random off the streets here on Vegas. He was stumbling around drunk. He had uh, uh, several of those uh, short, kind of Latino-looking guys flipping the cards with the naked women on it with him. I think he was actually one of the guys. James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, the guy who, when White Lion sang When the Children Cry, they were talking about him when he loses one of the polls. But, James, let me stop saying so many nice things about you. How you doing tonight? I am here with a bone to pick, actually. You got a bone. To I pick. do, and not out of wings, which should always be boneless. I got a <laughs> what? I got a bone to pick what? with you. I don't ask what now? I don't ask for very much from you. In fact, I, I ask for virtually nothing because I know that's about yeah, what you I get. Know, yeah, I know some my expectations that low. <laughs> but back when we first started going through movies, I lost all the movie challenges, and there was one movie that was always suggested, and it was the one movie yeah. I specifically told you yeah. we could never ever do what what was that movie what was the movie i said we could never ever do i it, was it the risky business no, dance was, i can't remember you exactly. remember exactly what it was it was harry <laughs> met sally i said i've got a kid friendly channels here you know we, we just can't do this one and then you lose last week you lose your first movie challenge one and and you yeah. start out with macaroni and cheese i'm like okay where's he going yeah. with this is this home alone what is this and then it started going off the rails. I thought, oh, God, it can't be this. It, can't, it is. It is this. And this was this was my Leroy Jenkins moment. Like, And you don't get that reference because you're a million years old. But this was... I, I, I don't even know what you're saying now. This Go was, ahead. This yeah. was you, you just running off into the cave by yourself. And I had to make a choice. It's like, <laughs> I either got to cut you loose or I got to run after you and we're going to die together. And I thought, you know what? To hell with it. We've come, we've come this far in. So I took your horrible, disturbing video... And I shared it. I shared it with everybody, and they were just as disturbed as I was. You, you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Not everybody. About a third of the people said it was art is what it was. It looked like something that like a, like a high-quality film student would have put together. This is like from in the actor's studio with that guy that has the beard, James Lipton, would talk about. That was like... like Oscar-winning performance caliber. I, I think you've been watching very different Oscars than I have been, really than anybody has been. <laughs> the Oscars only in your mind. So, uh, so uh, tonight I was at a at a Mardi Gras dinner, and um, and there were it was like it, there were people there I didn't know, some other couples, and they were talking yeah. about podcasts they love to listen to, and this, <laughs> these were kind of listening to like more highbrow type stuff. And my wife jumps in. And she's like, well, really, oh, no. there's only one podcast you should be listening to. And she looked over at me, and I said nothing. So I thought, if I tell these people the name of my podcast, <laughs> they're going to go to there, and they're going to see a 50-year-old man faking an orgasm, and I can't live Whoa! with that. Oh, <laughs> no! This had nothing to... Why do you take it that way, James? It's because that's the way you're wired. I tied it into macaroni oh, and that cheese. that was? I, oops, I just spit some. This is like at a Gallagher concert. You're going to need like a like a hefty bag over to you to protect you. Yeah, no, I tied it into mac and cheese and I made it family friendly. That was what, the genius of Olivas that week. What kind of family do you have? 
A family that enjoys the crap out of mac and cheese, I'll tell you that. There was at least one commenter who said she was watching it and her husband walked in and thought she was watching porn, okay? This was not... (laughs) I read that one. (laughs) I made it... I I sanded the edges off of that one just for you because I know we had had that conversation earlier and you had all these convictions (laughs) again. You're that puritanical guy in the corner that's going to get all judgy all over everybody else, but we know how you live. Yeah, we do. All right, so so that, that that's me tearing you down. And now that we're on the same page, that you're an awful person and you broke the one rule of this podcast. I guess <laughs> I'm sure those four kids just ended up on your porch. Well, they didn't, the they didn't end up there day, through right? a macaroni and cheese video. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, we should probably do another podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Yeah, what are we going to do today? So, yeah, let me just nudge this forward a little bit that this is Wrong and Wronger, the podcast where James and I debate topics that everybody knows about, but very few people ever talk about unless they're rip-snorting drunk, and we are, half of us, not drunk right now. So what are we going to talk about <laughs> we are, today, We are James? going to talk about whether or not you should wear your socks to bed. What's the right way to go to bed? Sockless I, or, or sockful, maybe? I don't know what the opposite of sockless is. Sockful? <laughs> That takes me back. Anyway, I can't believe that a listener even suggested this because there is only one correct answer to this argument, but we'll get there. <laughs> yes, we will. I'm sure by the, by the, by the Guam quarter of fate. Um, well, oh, you, forgot you know, everything. I got some bad... No, but my wife, actually, the lovely and talented Mrs. Steve, came up with a viable solution that I think you're going to like. I have the Indiana quarter of boring in front of me. <laughs> Let me just ask real quick. How do you still have a wife after that video? How is that still a thing? <laughs> my wife was I running know. the camera for that what video. What is going on in your house? I don't even understand. She... It was almost Stockholm Syndrome because she refused to do it several times before I finally cajoled her into participating. Well, at least she tried. Uh, That poor woman. If she ever needs to run away, just have her blink enough times and we'll send a rescue crew in there to get her. (laughs) Yeah, take her to Indiana, which is always a cure for boredom. All right. Now, before I flip the Indiana quarter of boredom, I will say that typically you and I exchange compliments, but I don't know if you're so torqued off about this puritanical stance and the, the macaroni and cheese if you don't want to exchange the compliments today. I will exchange compliments because I am a man of tradition, and I will say to you, I would like to compliment you on how you ate that macaroni and cheese in that video because it was it Thank was clearly you. the inferior tool. It was falling off your, off your fork all over the place, <laughs> and I could see in your eyes you realized you had made a terrible mistake and should have used a spoon but did you stop no you kept soldiering on because you had to traumatize our audience so kudos to you for making it worth with work with the inferior implement why do you title that video steve gives us nightmares why do you cut my legs out from under me why not steve wins an oscar i had to warn people if they went into that cold turkey like I just, they had to know there was going to be something bad at the end or else our follower count right now would be zero. Okay, I'm what saved us. That was it. (laughs) Yeah, but you are correct. I actually, when that piece of macaroni fell off the fork, I thought, ah, geez, Breakwell's going to be loving this moment. Yeah, that actually did happen. So thank you for the... I, I don't even know if that was a compliment. You're not good at this part compliment. of the show, by the way. compliment you for soldiering forward despite inferior implements. That's a compliment, sort of. 
wow, that was couched in such a slant. I don't even know if I, you need a, like a Hoover or an Oric to find that one in there. Well, you, I told you that I didn't have the compliment worked out ahead of time and you said just do it on the fly. So I jotted something down, but because I've got this spotlight in my eyes, I literally cannot read what I wrote down. So I will say I will compliment you on the way that you give compliments because you have figured out a way to weave a thread of compliment into a tapestry of insult. And I think that is a gift, James Breakwell. I have never been so flattered in my life. I'm going to put that in my bio from this day forward. All right, I am going to uh, flip the Indiana quarter of boredom. And uh, for anyone just joining us, uh, the inside joke there is you, sir, live in Indiana. So, that was deep. You dug uh, deep on that one. Thanks for explaining. Explains a lot. All right, what are the two sides right, of the quarter uh, represent for us my today? Position, heads up is you wear socks to bed. Tails up, you go to bed sockless. All right, I got to put down my microphone here. I forgot all of my podcast equipment when Heather and I came, or Mrs. Steve, sorry, when Mrs. Steve and I came to Las Vegas. So we had to kind of throw this together at the last second. All right, heads is with and tails is without. Is that correct? Yes. All right. I'm not that drunk. That was pretty <laughs> dexterous, I want to have. And uh, I don't know if people can see that because I don't have the camera facing me. The lovely Mrs. Steve is running the camera. It is heads. You have socks on while you're in Thank bed. Thank goodness. I got the winning argument again. No, no, there's no possible way you can even believe yes, that today. Just wait. I am about to, to blow your mind with my sock knowledge, okay? <laughs> well, it's happened many, you many months what? ago. What's, what's but the part right. of your body that gets the coldest? Your extremities, your hands and your feet, the outer parts. That's why... Why gloves were invented, why we wear socks and boots and all these things. And when you go to bed, it stands to reason that your feet are going to get cold. Therefore, you put socks on them. You, put, you keep that warmth in, you sleep better, you wake up more refreshed, and that way when you're 50 or 60 or 70, you don't look like you, okay? Some of us need our beauty rest. Not only that, but if you are married and you have a spouse who likes to hog the covers, if you've got your, your feet covered with socks, you're protected. Your spouse can't steal your socks. So no matter how many blankets disappear in the middle of the night, you are protected, and your feet will not get frostbite. That's the key to comfort. That's the key to better sleep. That's the key to a happy marriage. I don't know how you could possibly disagree with that. I do. You, I don't know if you like to go to bed in bondage, but I certainly don't. I like freedom when I am in bed. And by the way, you need all the beauty rest that you can get. I roll out of bed looking this good every day. <laughs> and don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Oh my God! And, and, uh, and you, again, I'm still mystified that you're married. This raises so many questions. <laughs> I got to tell you, I am too. But. Uh, now, you talk about the parts of your body that get the coldest, the extremities. Do you wear gloves to bed? Because my hands get a lot colder than my feet do, and I don't wear isotoners to bed. Nor do I wear a toque to bed. A or toque? I don't even know what you call that. You wear that. a toque the, to bed? A toque! A toque! A toque! The, the thing that... A, a hat! A knit a toque, cap! A what do you call where, those? Where on earth is toque Where did you grow up? In a place that doesn't a say toque. toque. is a word everywhere. <laughs> you live in Tennessee. Have you ever seen winter? I grew up in Wisconsin, and I saw plenty more winter you know what, than Wisconsin you did, Mike. Wisconsin has bubblers no. and all sorts of weird words that aren't words. I too <laughs> they, must be in there. If it exists at all, it exists in a far-flung corner of Wisconsin. I have heard them called toboggans. I've heard a them called bees. A toboggan is a <laughs> 
Are we speaking the same language? <laughs> Obviously not, because I'm saying that's the way that this works. You know, I, you don't wear a knit cap to bed. Uh, what do you call the thing that you put on your head with a little pom-pom on top? Cap. Oh, my God. Are you going to rip off a bank while you're wearing that thing? You that's pull it down over mask. your face a so they recognize you at the post? Cap. If you came from Wisconsin, you would know what a ski mask is because you wear them when you go snowmobiling. <laughs> you, sir, are a fraud. That's why you need socks on your feet. You have no idea how to deal with cold weather. You've never experienced this before. As for your hands getting cold, you just wrap them around yourself like this and you're fine. Or you lay on top of them. You can't lay on top of your own feet. You're not a contortionist. So no matter what you do, your feet are exposed. So for that extra layer of protection, you sleep in your socks. Oh, this is getting kinky. What? No, I I don't know why you wear women's lingerie on your head, what? first of all. A stocking cap I, is women's stocking. lingerie? Stockings. Stockings. Things that you pull down over your face so they recognize you at the post office. Those things. That's, that's, those are pantyhose. No, that's nylon. That's totally different. You don't call this, those this stockings? Not, we are on like, we are six degrees removed from the up? right debate here. A stocking cap or a stocking hat <laughs> is the proper term. People will back me up. They have no idea what we're arguing about anymore. <laughs> Only one of us has spent any amount of time in cold weather and knows what they're talking about. Stockings are. Stockings are what you wear on your feet, and socks are not what you wear on your feet when you go to bed. Because your feet will get too hot, first of all. Like, you got them jammed down. And Do you ever kind of stick one leg out of the blankets when you're sleeping because you keep one side cool and one side warm, oh. and then on average you're medium? The answer's yes. You know the answer's yes. And stop lying just to convince people that you're right because you're not. Everybody knows that I am correct. If you wear socks to bed, it's cumbersome. It feels like you're wearing weights around your ankles when weights. you're swimming. Like, Where are you going? Yeah. Are you walking around with these heavy socks? You don't know what the word weights means either? No. Like, that, like, you're like exercise weights. This is half a gram. Are you that out of shape that that much weight? Lying like, motionless and prone. That That's too much exertion I'm drawing for you. No, this is a correlate that I'm creating here. That it feels strange. It feels like it's heavy and uh, cumbersome is the only word I can think you, of. Words are not you don't your want thing your tonight. feet bound. No more. <laughs> you know what it is a little bit of a cardio is my thing tonight. I, as you can see behind me, I've got one of the greatest sweets ever given to someone for sweet talking a desk clerk at the. But uh, yeah, yeah, you'll see. You can't see me right now, but if you would, you'd be basking in all my radiance. But no, nobody. It you like? Do, I'm sure you sleep naked like I do, what? and no. you don't want to. How can you not? Is that, is that your thing? You don't. Not only do you not sleep with socks, you don't sleep with any clothing whatsoever. You just lost every argument. That was everyone going, "Oh my God, you!" I just, I, I hope you, they stuck around long enough to, to get the numbers, which I haven't given out yet. So I guess they missed them. <laughs> so I'm not going to get their votes. We're just going to have zero votes for either of us this week. Uh, maybe you wear a pair of underpants to bed, but you don't wear socks. Uh, it, it, you've got to feel the sheets against your skin. You've got to feel alive and feel the movement and feel the heat and the cold. And you are in charge of regulating your temperature when you're not wearing socks. You, you're the, you are in charge when you wear your socks. They help you regulate. They help you keep that heat in. That's the definition of regulation. If you take the socks off, the heat's just going wherever. You might have blankets. You might not have blankets. Who knows? Um, I'm just I, I'm just stunned that, that these are that cumbersome. So do you feel this burden when you walk around with socks during the day? Do they just weigh you down? Do you do you sit down no, from exhaustion because, all the time? 
from socks? No, I'm not in bed. I'm not. When you're in bed, you have the blankets on you that create the same sensation as clothing. You don't want to double down with it's those. The, they're much looser than clothing. The heat can escape, but again, they can be stolen. Uh, I'm sure your wife wants nothing to do with you, so you sleep in separate beds like it's the 1950s. <laughs> but for those with, with another person in bed, those blankets could disappear real fast. And then you throw a pig in the bed, <laughs> and, and all you... bets are off. You know, it just. Uh, you sleep with your only pig? Only sometimes, only when I can sneak her away from my kids. Usually she sleeps in my five year old's bed. That's that's her designated spot. Oh my yeah, God. Pigs, pigs are right. some cuddly animals. You know what? My five year old is warm all night because she has a pig. So she doesn't need socks. I don't have a pig in bed. I need socks most of the time. That's how, that's how it works. I am, I'm, I'm arguing with a crazy man. Did you just say the sentence, pigs are warm, cuddly yes, animals? Yes, they are. They are They are amazingly cuddly animals. Do you want to oh, debate pig God, facts with me? Wife. The guy who's never been in the same did, room with the pig that wasn't cooked? Did Mrs. Unicorn grow up? Did, was she a she farmer not, growing up like you no, were? No, no. She was, she was not on the pig train at all. But I, I won her <laughs> over, over a series of years. I went from zero pigs to one pig. And if that's not an amazing accomplishment, I don't know what is. It's a marriage win for this guy. I, I can't imagine what the dowry was on the front end of this relationship. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, well, no, my wife who could walk out into the middle of the Nevada desert and complain that it feels like the North Pole, she does not wear socks to bed because it feels weird. You don't need any other argument than that. When you go to bed, you want to be comfortable. That's Warmth the end of the story. is the height of comfort. You cannot be cold and comfortable. Those two things are opposite. My wife has always worn socks to bed. And as we know, my wife is right about everything. Therefore, wearing <laughs> socks to bed is the proper way to do this. Man, her choice of husbands is a little bit suspect, I gotta let me, say. Let me say, she, she got a pig out of the deal, okay? How many how many pigs did your wife get from your marriage? Huh? She, she could have done better. <laughs> oh, she could have beat zero. <laughs> Hold on. If I ask her, hey, honey, how many pigs did you get out of your marriage? Just the one on camera. Oh, uh, she's just, she is looking down and pretending to not be a part of this. And that's really where I want to be right now, too. Most of our listeners, by the way, have already checked out long ago. How are we doing on time? I don't even have my timer have in front time. of me. You want so badly to get out of this argument. You ran out of arguments when you said they were they were cumbersome. And that was it for you today. Uh, we could... I don't know what else you, you know need to what? say. We're almost at 18 minutes. I can go ahead, I guess, and give us the numbers. We're going to roll for them again for the codes. We're rolling as, again? As you, you just you you have so little trust in yes, me. Yes, I have zero trust in you, okay? <laughs> After the macaroni and cheese video, I will never trust you on anything for any reason again. I think that's perfectly reasonable. Okay, here's your number. So these are the codes. So you're, again, you're not voting for whether you think you should sleep with socks in bed or not in bed. You're voting for who won the, the argument. Steve Olivas. That's a good point. Guy. So that's a good point. Yeah. Most people just, they say that I don't like eating mac and cheese with a fork or a spoon, and it had nothing to do with the argument, but you know with the what? debate. I found something funny because the comments were like 90% fork, but the votes were all in favor of spoons. I so know. people who are capable of following instructions all voted spoon. I know. I know. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. Okay. <laughs> all right, what so do we got? you are at even 30 and I right. am... I, I like 30. I am 65. Someday you'll be 30, James. I, <laughs> yes, you are. I, I am well past 30. Maybe not well past 30, but past it enough. All right, so if you think Steve won, which he did not with his crazy sockless argument, vote for 30 on the votes. And if you think I won with my amazing full of socks argument, vote for 65. And there's also going to be a random number, which is 
13. Don't vote for that one because it means literally Ooh. nothing. And uh, there will also be a crazy <laughs> option at the bottom that at least 65% of people will vote for. And they'll be very proud of it. Like, yeah, man. I like your yeah, options, they, too. They, they always do. They're so excited. Like, I didn't even watch the video. I just clicked the last one. It's like, good job, man. You threw away your vote. I'm proud of you. I really am. Yeah. Thanks for screwing us up. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, good. So if you want to vote for Steve, vote for 30. And if you want to vote for the guy who wants to mummify himself when he goes to bed, vote for 65. And if you want all of the Crusaders to die, vote for Friday the 13th. Where where did that come from? Well, today we're recording this actually on Tuesday the 13th, which makes it a little ironic that you rolled 13 as the dummy. There you go. We're, We're clearly cursed. And as long as we're cursed, you might as well subscribe to us to watch the rest of our misfortune. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube if that's where you're watching it. If you're not watching it on YouTube, you can search for Wrong and Wronger there. You can also find us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, SoundCloud, um, and Stitcher, all under Wrong and Wronger. Just search for it and uh, and hit that subscribe button because that's what keeps us going. We make zero dollars off this. We are we are fueled solely by your attention. Uh, so keep going so we can keep disturbing you with videos when Steve loses. I don't, I don't know how that's a sales pitch, but it's what's going to happen. So take it for what it's worth. <laughs> and the penalty again today, which we didn't mes- mention at the top of the hour, I think we're going to go yeah. ahead and do another movie. Now that we have how, uh, you know, how Harry Met Sally diffused, I don't know how it could possibly be worse than that. So the movie should be safe again. So the loser has to reenact another embarrassing movie scene. Uh, fair enough. All right. So until next week, and you got to subscribe because we don't make any money and James will wither and die without all of your affection and your attention. Me, I have a life outside <laughs> of this, but James, that you are all that he lives for. And uh, so speaking of living for, vote. Subscribe and vote and watch the penalty video and you're going to see James reenact another movie scene, probably with his girls doing all the heavy lifting. But until next week, and we're doing this almost in real time today, but until until next week and uh, James just give us a little bit of a tease what are the listeners going to be in store for if they tune in next I week I have no idea other than it'll probably start with three minutes and people rating for screwing up another <laughs> until next week this is Steve Olivas Dr. Steve talking for James the exploding unicorn breakwell saying this was about the best we could do people and we apologize